0: Welcome to the Sometimes Spouse Podcast. I am Christy Ogle, the host of the Sometimes Spouse Podcast, and today is Ask an Expert with Julio Castillo. Welcome, Julio. Thank you for having me, Christy. I was going to you. say your name right.
1: Julio Castillo.
0: I know. I'm so disappointed in myself. I've even practiced it, but I've been teasing Julio with his last name for over a year, so it's really difficult.
1: It's fine. I just take it it
0: out. He does. He does. He hears it several times a week and he's like, gosh, Christy, can't you get it right? (laughs) So today on Ask an Expert, we have Julio who is an expert in roofing. He has a roofing company in the Waco, Texas area. Julio, thanks for being on.
1: Thank you for having me, Christy. I appreciate
0: it. So Julio, tell us your story. How did you end up in roofing?
1: Well, it's a long story, but I'll make it short, as short as I can. Uh, Long story short, I was in a restoration company in Colorado. I moved to Colorado in about 2008, 2007. Um, Got in restoration because I lost a job, and I was looking for a job. And so I pursued that, and then I was at a Starbucks. Uh, I met a guy at a Starbucks, and he invited me. He liked the way I was talking. He liked the way I was uh, just presenting myself to him, and he invited me to to an interview, I didn't know anything really what, what it was about. I just went because I was looking for a for an opportunity. And so, uh, lo and behold, I went uh, to the office, and uh, it was roofing. Um, and I immersed myself inside of that industry. I, they wanted me to start as a sales manager, but I didn't really feel comfortable. I didn't know anything about the product. didn't really know anything about the exterior and roofing world. And so I started in the office and really honed in my skills. And and from there, um, you know, five years later, um, I'm in Waco, Texas, and I have my own company.
0: How did you move from the beautiful state of Colorado and make it to Waco?
1: Right. That's a good question. And I had worked for the roofing company I was established with for two and a half years. And I was looking for a better opportunity. Um, I was looking for more of a profit sharing situation. Um, I had always had an entrepreneur spirit and, um, I have a friend who was in the roofing industry also in Texas. And he had been talking to me for the last, you know, year and a half when I was working there and he really saw the growth that I was having and the knowledge I was getting from the industry. And he was like, Hey, man, I got to have you over here in Texas on my squad. And so in 2016, I transitioned to, um, to Dallas and Fort Worth where there was a huge, huge storm and Wiley and, Plano and uh, North Dallas and also in Fort Worth. Yeah, and uh, I was able to grab a um, a sales a regional position and get about 15 sales guys together and we went kind of balls to the wall and went to go and and sell. So I kind of spread my wings doing that and so that was the reason opportunity called opportunity knocked and so I took advantage of it.
0: Wow, I remember that storm. It was a pretty big one.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. It was was huge. So. Do you have any kind of interesting hobbies? I like to, um, well, I like history. I like to look up history stuff. That's a ho- I guess that's a hobby of mine. I like to, I enjoy playing cards, playing any kind of type of like, you know, card games, uh, things like that. I enjoy hanging out with the boys, doing that. So that's really mainly the, the stuff that kind of takes my as far as the hobby thing goes. And also, I guess it's a hobby taking care of my little young one. That's fun.
0: She's gorgeous too, by the way.
1: I appreciate it.
0: So what kind of roofing do you do, Julio?
1: Um, Traditionally, uh, majority of my business is asphalt shingles. So we're replacing, uh, we're doing re-roofs. I don't do new construction so much unless it's a referral-based situation. But the majority of my business is re-roofing. So, re roofing asphalt shingles, uh, TPO, which is a, a low slope shingle, I'm sorry, a low slope uh, roof system, and also metal roofing. Uh, not too, we don't get too many metal roofs in our, in my business that I have here in Waco, but uh, we, we mainly focus on re roofing uh, shingles.
0: So, do you have any really good roofing stories? Tell us your best one.
1: A roofing story? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> well, I was, um, I can tell you one from when I started in the roofing industry. Um, we had a lead come in through telemarketing. Telemarketing still works. Um, we had a lead coming through telemarketing, and I went to go build that lead, and it was in Cherry Cherry Creek, which is a predominantly pretty high skill area in Denver. It's right in the middle of Denver, and um, so we. My, it was one of my first deals actually, and so what happened was is that I it was a quadplex, but it was like a upscale quadplex. It was four houses in a row. And uh I went to one homeowner which I, was the lead, but nobody answered the door. There was nobody there. And so or maybe they, you know, were working or something like that. But so I said, you know what, I'm gonna go and knock on this other door and I'm gonna see if they're home. And so I knocked on the next door and lo and behold they answered the door. Um I get to talking with them for a little while. They like what they're what they're hearing from me. And um they are were they were like a close knit little little quote flex, like four little families, older people also. And um I end up getting all four deals at the really the same time because we all met together, all different insurance companies, and they all went with me to uh get the re roof and it was over like a hundred squares and it was it was my biggest deal that I had at the moment. A hundred squares is a lot. Usually a typical home is like twenty eight, you know, thirty, thirty two squares or something like that, which is uh, square feet. Um square I'm sorry, uh, square feet would be thirty two hundred square feet. But um, that was that's a quick story right there about just kind of just, you know, if uh, one doesn't work out, you just go to the next and, and you keep on going and lo and behold I had four I had four deals all in one.
0: <laughs> wow. Well I know that you follow Gary V. You actually turned me on to Gary V in your truck. And uh, do you still listen to him? Do you still like, cause he tells you go outside the box. If you hear no, just go on to the next one.
1: Okay. So as far as the no, <clears throat> no is not in the, in the, the vocabulary, right? We, we try not to in sales in general. Um, we don't like to hear the word. No, we don't even like to uh, acknowledge it in a way because it's, it's all, all of is, is a, is a roadblock to, to where you're trying to go, whatever destination you're trying to reach but Gary V I listened to Gary V for a little while I don't listen to him so much now I think that his whole uh I was talking to a buddy of mine uh he runs a, a marketing company he he actually met Gary V uh-huh. uh, at, at, the, at an airport I believe and he was like hey man I don't I don't even listen to your stuff anymore and 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 Gary V told him that is the whole point is that you hear my stuff so much is that you don't listen listen yeah. to it so much and now you you know Uh, gravitate to the next level or whatever. So I thought it was pretty interesting that you said that, but I don't, I listen to him occasionally, but not as much as I used to.
0: Yeah. I used to obsess about him, but I've kind of moved on to somebody else now, but man, I still use his stuff all the time because people just don't get how to crush it.
1: Right. Right. I think that he has a a great, uh, like an inspirational, like kickstart. Yeah he's like, you know, no excuses, you know, get it done, uh, that type of, uh, that type of philosophy. And I mean, I believe in that wholeheartedly, you know, you want something in life, you go out and get it.
0: Did you ever read his very first book, Crush It?
1: I don't, I don't believe so.
0: So here's an interesting fact about that. In his very first book, five, 10 years before Chip and Joanna Gaines, he sets up Fixer Upper in his book. So, I'm convinced Fixer Upper came from Gary Vee.
1: <laughs> Maybe so. I got to go back and read that.
0: Exactly. I'm reading it and I'm going, what? And a friend of mine was reading it at the same time. And I'm like, is that where Fixer Upper came from, Gary Vee? And he's like, it looks just like it because it's about flipping houses mm-hmm. and uh, realtor. I'm like, this is exactly how Chip and Joanna Gaines built their empire.
1: Right, right. Maybe he just saw the saw the signs that were coming.
0: Someone well, I coming it down. was previous to them even starting. They were just, I think they were having kids at the time. Because I did that. I looked at her timeline. And then I looked at the timeline of the book. And I'm like, oh, she read this. That's how she did it.
1: Got you. Genius. Got you. It
0: even mentioned HGTV and reaching out to them to get a TV show. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was like. That is a strange coincidence if it didn't I'm happen that way, Chip and Joe.
1: I'm glad we got it in Waco. I'm glad that they decided to do that.
0: I'm glad one person read it. I'm glad they lived down the road from me. And I'm glad it happened in my town.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> we're, seeing the, we're, we're seeing the fruits of it.
0: Yeah. So why is it important to have a good roof on a home, Julio?
1: The number one reason I feel it's important, and I think a lot of people feel like this, would be that it protects the things that are the most important to you. Like, what are the things that are most important to you? Your family, family. your kids.
0: My fur babies. Yep,
1: your, yeah, your, your belongings, your fur babies, your belongings that you uh, worked uh, tirelessly to, uh, to get. Um, anything that you have in your home that you hold dear to you. Uh, antiques, you know, uh, heirlooms, things like that. If you don't have a sound roof system, um, then you really compromise the, uh, you really, you know, you're not, if you don't have a complete solid roof system, then you really set yourself up for, for, you know, trouble to happen, meaning leaks, uh, in general leaks are, are really, you know, a bad thing, uh. In our industry, that that can really you know tear up a lot of the things that you have in your home.
0: That is so true. Now I've heard from you to have a roof inspection done before you list your home.
1: You definitely want to do that. You want to have a roof inspection um, on your property if you're about to go and list it. You know the number one reason is because you are you want to be as smart as you can when you're about to put your home on the market and. If you can, if you have a 15 to 20 year roof on your property, um, versus a brand new roof, you're really missing out on some money that you could have collected or you could have, uh, took advantage of an opportunity to, uh, sell your house for, for a higher, higher price because you have a better property. Um, it happens all the time. It happens both ways. Homeowners are like, Oh man, if I would have had a new roof, I would have had, if I would have got you, you know, in front of you before, you know, I sold my home or put it on the market. I know it could have got a little bit more for it, um, but you always really want to get a new, want to get an inspection, you know, really every year, every couple of years in general, just so you can do preventative maintenance on your property, on your roof. So in the scenario that you do come up for a sale, that that you know that your roof's in good condition because one of the main things that they look at is going to be the roof system and also the foundation. And um, those are the two really main things that, that um, people are looking at whenever they're buying a home. How's the roof? How's the foundation? Because they don't want to go into a home and have issues or try to get insurance on a new home and they exclude the roof because it's so old, but you want this home so much. And so um, a situation that always happens is that uh, you always just really want to get, a, get an inspection on your roof whenever you're about to put it on the market. That's the reason why.
0: Yeah, because the homeowner that's selling the home, they want to maximize um, the income that's going to come from that home. And I remember you telling me this a long time ago. And so I've actually had this discussion on our Ask a Realtor podcast. And they said that with a new roof, uh, there's something to do with insurance. Like you want a new roof on your home when you're selling it, if possible. But also, it can up the value of your home that you're listing it for by ten to fifteen thousand dollars so what that means is maybe you put a few thousand dollars into getting it fixed but it ups that cash that's coming into right. your pocket as the seller
1: right right i have a there's a quick story i was doing a i was on a an inspection in arena a few years ago and uh, they had a beautiful property two metal buildings in the back and they had this beautiful house with this really shoddy roof it got denied a few times with the insurance company, and then a buddy of mine uh, gave me a call, and he's like, hey, man, I know this roof is, has been hit by hell in the last few years, but this insurance company is denying it. We're trying to get it sold. Uh, we can't sell it unless we get a new roof on here, but the homeowner doesn't want to come out of the pocket $20,000, okay? So what happened is I got a hold of it. We did a re-inspect with the insurance company. We end up getting bought." And they originally put the house up for six hundred thousand, five hundred and something thousand, I believe. And they were able to sell it after a new roof was on there for six hundred and thirty-two thousand dollars. Wow. With a minimal outside pocket only for their deductible. And so they pay like four grand for a twenty thousand dollar roof and sold the house for another thirty extra thousand dollars. And yeah. so that's a prime example of just being savvy. Is taking the opportunity at hand and saying, "Hey, was there any storms in our area?" Um, it's a big, it's a big thing, uh, and and we were able to do that, and everybody was happy. The realtor was happy on both sides. The homeowner was happy to get out the house, and also to sell it at a higher price. And my roofing company was happy uh, because we were able to uh, really make a difference in in that homeowner's life, and that was huge for me because that's. That's always a good thing to see that big smile. I can't believe that happened,
0: you know. Yeah, you were maximizing their profitability.
1: Right? Exactly. Exactly. And that's that's always a, a really fun thing to do. It's always that's kind of self gratification, that achievement right there. Is things that keep me pushing all the time because uh, we like to see results. I'm a result driven guy.
0: So why is it important for a roofer to have a relationship with a handyman company?
1: Um, it's important with the roofer because we always have side trades. We always have trades that. Um, a lot of times, if uh, most of my business is insurance. I hardly do. I think I do about, uh, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 homes a year. That's retail. But an insurance, some, the insurance is going to cover a lot of times other trades like screens, uh, any exterior painting, siding, um, <clears throat> even interior things. My company doesn't really mess with interior. You really stick to the outside. But it's always good to have a handyman because you can call on them to do these these miscellaneous items for you. And um, and to have a relationship with somebody like that that you can trust is really important um, whenever you're uh, going, in, especially in the inside of a home. One of the reasons I say out the inside is because if I do anything that's even remotely a scratch or anything that's maybe off, that homeowner is going to notice that. Yeah, It also down to the experience that I have with the homeowner. If I'm an exterior guy and I do roofing, Jordan, and I probably don't have, and I'm not interior, I probably don't have the best interior guys. And so I don't want to water down that experience a homeowner has with me. If I do a great job on the roof, fantastic job, they love it. They love the color. They would love the way it looks. But then I do some interior work for them and they don't like it. And they say, Oh, this is off or that's off. Not only does it slow down my cell cycle, but also waters down the experience a homeowner has with Jack Roofing. And so I'm a roofing company, so I try to stick to that.
0: That's awesome. So tell me what makes Jack Roofing different than every other roofer in Waco, Texas? Because I tell you, I think this is where roofing companies are born. (laughs) There's so many of them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so whenever I I transitioned to Waco in 2017, um, it's because I saw a niche. I saw a niche that, you know, there's a lot of older roofing companies around here that's been around and I saw that hey, you know what, let's bring some vibrancy in here. Let's bring some modern some some more modern some younger people in here and, and that was my whole thing. Like the roofing industry has taken off in the last ten years. I mean it's it's crazy. It's a it's a big industry that's getting bigger and younger and younger people are starting to come in. And with that you're you're having a, a really uh, strong input of uh, modern technology sort of coming out with different ways to modernize the roofing industry. Um, and so one of the ways that kind of sets me apart from everybody is, number one, I was born and raised in Waco, Texas. Born and raised. I mean, I I lived in Colorado for some time, but ultimately uh, I am Waco uh, to the death of me. Um, I grew up in Waco and also grew up in Hewitt, Texas. Uh, so I have that going for me. Also, we like to do things along long division way. We don't like to shortcut. But we like to put on... Really, really, I mean, everybody can put on, you know, they say, you know, superior products. But we like to focus on the brand that is the most recognizable, and that's Owens Corning. I'm a preferred contractor with them. Um, we do a lot of social media. Uh, whenever I saw, uh, whenever I came to Waco, Waco is is growing tremendously, and, and there's still uh, a little, I, I was in the metropolitan area, you know, so you see like the, the guerrilla style marketing that people were doing in these bigger areas, chasing these this bigger clientele. And I saw that Waco wasn't really on the social media side of things. And so one of the things that was important to me is to link up with the media agency to really put me in front of the social media side of, of, of Greater Waco. And that's helped brand uh, my business and it's also helped just get my name out in general. Um, and so those are the things that kind of set me apart. Um, and I mean, I'm not, I'm a follow through, I'm a follow through with everything I say. A lot of times I might even lose, lose money on the repair or something like that. But, um, uh, a lot of homeowners depend on me and, and especially when it's raining outside, like it's thunderstorming outside, it's raining. We have a lot of calls coming in. We're trying to get to everybody, but, uh, but one of the main things I had a leak the other day at a house we just did I mean I'm not afraid to admit that uh we it, it just a leak came through and it happened but uh the important thing is we were there within an hour you know and so we're not just going to take the money and just leave you high and dry we're going to follow you through we want to be your roofer and exterior guy for life we don't want to just be one and done with you you know so some of the, those those are some of the things that kind of set me apart um In general, and I just kind of shoot you straight. Don't really try to. I just shoot straight. You know, I'm a straight shooter. I'm a shooter.
0: So why not just? I have a buddy down the street that does roofing. Why not just hire that guy? Why hire a professional roofer?
1: Yeah. So chucking the truck, you know, you hear that statement a lot. You know, somebody's in Texas. It's it's really a whack because you don't have to have a lot of credentials to become or start a roofing company. And when I lived in Colorado, um, I mean, majority of everybody has a roofing license or a contractor's license, general contractor's license. Uh, and you can't roof unless you have those things, and they're pretty strict on it. And so, and they're also pretty strict on how roofing systems are done because you have most municipalities that require like not not just one or two ins- inspections, but mid-inspections while you're doing the re-roofing uh, and also a final inspection, and so you have a lot of uh, you have a lot of uh, I guess you would say uh, regulations in Texas. You don't have that so much, and so it's easy just to um, it's easy just to start a company here and, and just start going. But one of the things that uh, uh, you want to look for is you want to look for people who have their insurance, uh, people who are paying for that. People who are, you know, have a location so you can go and you can find them. Um, A physical location is important, not just like a house or something like that, but a physical location is super important. Um, And so when you're hiring a professional roofing company, and also you want to look for credibility. uh, You want to look for other experiences that, that homeowners have had, not just an experience that a salesman tells you, Or even just the owner or the, although the manager of the office will tell you, you want to look for those type of things. And, and once you start to do your research, you'll find the ones in Waco that are, that really have that good reputation. And you'll find the ones that maybe not so much, but, uh, that, that's the important. And you also want to make sure that they're putting on a a good roof system for you and that they're going to come back whenever, uh, if you, if you have a problem with your roof. So those are the things you want to look for.
0: So references, you mentioned that that's important. Yeah. Is that something a homeowner should ask for?
1: That's something that as <clears throat> that's something that you should provide in general. I, I believe you should provide that those type of things because you don't wanna, you know, one of the things that that gets old is somebody's just selling to you. You know, and you can hear it. You can feel it, you can hear it. It's it's coming out their mouth so much, you know, they're salivating because they're trying to get a a deal or close. Yeah. But, you know, the best thing to do when you're in that situation is, hey, listen, like, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Here's our references. You want to see some of our work? Because I can tell you all day that we do great, great work. Well, go online. Look at all our social media. Look at all our social portals. Look at all the work that we're doing. Look, You know, inspect the work. Um, They're all in the community of Waco, Texas. They're, they're not far. I don't do too much work in Dallas, Austin. Really, I try to stay in, you know, 20, 25 miles of Waco. And um, I've done a lot of roofs, so you can go around you can see um, that. And also reviews. You want to read reviews. And you don't want to just, you know, oh, they did a great job. Wow, 100, you know, the great, best roofing company in America. You know, no, you don't like those. Let's give some real experiences. Let's give some real real solid experiences. So that's what we kind of focus on when we talk to homeowners about leaving reviews. Hey, thank you for sharing with us the great job that we've done, but how about you go and you share with the people who don't know us yet and give us give them your, your real experience that you've had with it. And, and that is better right there than somebody just, somebody just leaving a review saying, you know, these guys are the best, you know, why are they the best? What kind of experience did you have with them? And so one of the things that we uh, I'm proud about about my company is that when we get reviews from homeowners we're solid you can count on them you can trust those because of the time they took and out to really explain in detail what experience they had with us and once you can find that uh, within homeowners then a lot of people will follow because they they're reading these things and they they're reading these reviews and they know that they sound real
0: so i Like when people give us um, golden nuggets during the podcast and you really gave us one, for anybody that's in any kind of service-based business, any kind of business, for the referrals, there's some questions you want them to ask. Not just say, hey, they're highly recommended or hey, they're great. Um, there's actually a five point plan to when you get a referral. One, what was the problem they were having before they met you? So yours is definitely roofing and you mentioned that. I was like, when he was explaining it, I was like, he's doing the five from this uh thing i've been studying so you want to know the frustration they were feeling how you solved it not just oh they're good and how it made them feel and with you talking earlier like it protects the most valuable things in your life your family your possessions you know that number one thing in your life so uh i wanted to point out that golden nugget because Julio, no matter what business you're in, just gave you something that's gonna take decades of time that it's taken him to learn, and probably hundreds of thousands of dollars is, Ask for specific referrals, not just blanket referrals. Like, here's five questions. Answer these five questions. How do I make your life better? What were you feeling? Mm. Blah, 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 blah. So that you can have a better business. And this is about roofs, but hey, this just helped out business owners all across America. That,
1: that's awesome. That's awesome. It's true. It's so true. Um, I, You you really want to, you know, because consumers out there, they're, most of the time, they're they just want to deal with somebody who just is on like comes to their level, who just is understanding, who just kind of you know, in a way cares for, for their property. And, um, it's important for homeowners to even a lot of homeowners want to go with local people, they want to go with the small mom and pops nowadays. Yeah, it's because we're the ones that are giving back to the local community, we're the ones who are giving back to the local economy, we're the ones that are building it. Just like these guys are building also. We're going to the grocery store, the local markets. We're going to the local restaurants around town. We're using local businesses. It's important that we're doing that right now because everybody wants to know how can we help right now during a pandemic? What can we do? It's so crazy out here. Like, I can't believe this is happening right now in America. And the number one way you can do is support your local ecosystem.
0: Yeah, because we're the ones that are supporting local baseball teams. We're the ones supporting all those local areas. It's not Amazon. No offense. I love Amazon when I get a package, by the way. But it's not the big corporations that's supporting small-town America. It's the local business owners who are hurting the most during the pandemic.
1: Right, right. We feel it the most. Yeah.
0: So, Julio, how can my listeners get a hold of you?
1: You can uh, reach us at uh, www.jackroofs.com. That's Jack without the K, J-A-C-roofs.com. You can give us a call, 254-733-2872. Sorry. Um, also, at Jack Roofs, that's um, Instagram or Facebook. You can, you can hit us up on there. Um, those are the ways to get a hold of us.
0: So before I end my interview, I always like to ask a fun question. So Julio, if you had to choose between two superpowers, one of them being invisibility and the Mm -hmm. other one being flying, which would you choose and why?
1: Uh, Good question. I think I would go with flying. Why? Flying because, you know, you can soar to the highest heights. You can fly over anywhere you want to go. You can just fly to. Invisible is going to take you some time. It might be invisible, but you're not flying.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Ask an Expert, a Sometimes Spouse podcast.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: Yes, thank you guys for listening to the Sometime Spouse podcast. And this was Julio with Jack Roofing. You guys have an amazing Labor Day weekend and we'll catch you next week.